hi everybody this is julissa thank you so much for coming back to my channel and if you're listening in the podcast thank you so much for coming back and listening today is tuesday march 7 2023 and i wanted to come here and make this video um regarding the kidnapping in mexico right guys i came here last night and talked to you guys about um the man that was found, he was out on a business trip, you know, planning this trip, uh, you know, probably telling to the family, I'll be right back, you know, it's only a day that I'm going to be away. And then he was found dead a couple of uh, days after. Um, so now we have a, a family, a group of four people who decided to go down to Mexico, right, um, for, I believe she was going for medical reasons, right, and to get cosmetic surgery. And then... Um, they got kidnapped and two of them already died. So this is a very sad story. And the reason that I brought um, the, the episode from yesterday was that, as I tell you guys every single day, we really don't know what can happen, right? You need to be right with God. You need to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I have to say that in every everything that God is going to use me to do, um, using my gifts and talents, I'm going to speak about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ because our time is so limited and that is the reason for living right if you die you know unexpectedly you don't have a relationship with jesus christ you know nothing will ever matter right if you don't have a relationship with jesus christ so that is the reason why i keep saying that guys so you know let me tell you what about this kidnapping okay so this whole thing happened this is what what the story is right i understand there's a video out there of the kidnapping it's kind of strange for me to see that because i don't know what it is with that video in case you haven't seen it this you can go here on youtube and watch it um but if you look at the video right it looks almost like it's the ambush is made by the police there by the local police um because it's right on plain sight, right during the day, in front on the on a busy street in the middle of the street, busy street. It's not like they waited for them um, behind the alley and trying to you know to attack them or rob them or nothing like that. The kidnapping happened right on on broad daylight, and I understand that kidnappings tend to happen like that. But a lot of the times they happen in like when you know when nobody's watching type of thing but this happened right there you know in front of everybody basically uh with cameras we have videos of it you know so it's just it sounded it, it looked kind of bizarre to me because it's almost looking that they were being arrested by the local police that's what i got from in from watching the video okay so this is exactly what happened it says here, on Friday, March 3rd, four U.S. citizens were kidnapped after a bracing attack carried out by multiple gunmen in the northern Mexico border of Matamorros. On Tuesday, Mexican and U.S. officials say that two of the four citizens were found dead and two are alive. Okay, let me just pause there. Like, how sad it must have been for these people to encounter such an attack like that, right? You can see the video. It's almost like they got... They got into a car accident and then immediately they're thrown into the back of the pickup truck. What a nightmare, right? So if they're advising people not to go down there, please don't go. And a lot of the times, you know, we tend to ignore advices like that. We're like, oh yeah, that's for people that don't know. They're not street smart, right? They don't know like what they're doing, right? Uh, you guys know I'm Dominican. When I go visit my country, well, I haven't been there in a while. When I go visit my country, they always tell us, 
don't wear any jewelry. Like if you're gonna go to the market into like this big market, um, don't wear any jewelry. Um, don't, you know, don't carry out your purse. Don't bring cell phones, nothing like that. Because they're telling you for a reason, right? And we think, you know, well, what are they going to do to me? Like, I'm, you know, I'm not from here. They're not going to do anything to me. And that's, you know, being a tourist is, is cause such a, such a like a spotlight on you in places like this. Um, you know, even, you know, I'm not saying that I'm a tourist in my country. I'm saying I haven't lived there in so long that perhaps to the people there, I might look like a tourist. Okay. So yeah, when they say advice, when they advise you not to go, it's for a reason, right? And now it says here that what I'm saying about the, um, the trauma that these people live, right? To know that four of them went together and two of them are dead. And the people that they found alive, one of them had a gunshot wound to one of his legs. So why, like, what is the need to do something like that to people? Like, th- are you looking for money? Did you even send a ransom? No. Did you, did you reach out or anything like that? What's the point? And then we need to go back to the re- the beginning of this whole thing, right? The devil is a rolling Ryan looking who can he, he can devour. He's going to do evil things and, and going to use people to do evil works, right? And that's why a lot of the times we see crimes like this and we don't understand and that's just the devil operating using other people to do that and now there's a this thing also that they're saying that it's a mistaken identity wow that's crazy um that's crazy and it's, it's scary um i can only imagine in my head i can only picture what these people when they were being ambushed by this group of people armed in a foreign country um, and they've been, you know, you see the video, they're being thrown into this back of the pickup truck. They're probably thinking, what is in the, what is happening here? I can only imagine, right? So let me continue reading here. It says, Mexico security secretary identified the surviving Americas, Latibia Tay McGee and Eric James Williams. And they learned that the other two Americans were identified. Well, they already ha- identified them. It says Sindel Brown and Chaid Woodhart. Chaid Woodhart. U.S. officials previously confirmed that a Mexican citizen was killed in the initial attack. Mexican federal and state officials escorted the two surviving Americans to an international bridge at the U.S.-Mexican border. The attorney uh, general said the state were... Uh, where Matamoros is located, um, they posted that on Twitter, I guess. The four Americans, okay, says he had traveled to Matamoros across Brownsville, Texas on Friday in a white minivan with North Carolina license plate. The agency said in the statement, the FBI said in a statement Sunday that the vehicle came under fire shortly after he entered Mexico. And here's what else they know. It says here that, let me just continue. The woman was walking, sits in the back of the truck. The other two were seem to be unresponsive, um, but their condition is unknown. I guess they had it on video, but I, I mean, as of right now, I got to say the breaking news also, it just happened, is that they arrested already a suspect on this, okay? So, yeah, the, the I mean, they have, everybody's after this. So, this afternoon, 
they raised like the FBI was offering like five uh, fifty thousand just for any information on it, and then just about an hour ago before I came here and did this video, they said that they arrested somebody already. So it's just you know, it is so sad. It is so sad. It says here that Saint uh, Saint Saint Salandria Brown, excuse me, and says Sandel Brown, okay, who live in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and two. Uh, two friends were the third friends who was going to Mexico for a Tommy Talk cosmetic surgery. Saladia Brown said the four knew of the dangers in Mexico and Sadel kept saying they shouldn't go. The U.S. Department, okay, here's the thing. The U.S. Department Travel Advisory for Tamaulipas State warns U.S. citizens not to travel there. However, being a border U.S. Uh, city, U.S. citizens who live in Brasville or else in Texas, frequently cross to visit family, get medical care or shop. It's also a crossing po point for people traveling to other parts of Mexico. I can only imagine. I mean, I heard, I heard great things about Brownsville, Texas. So I can only imagine being so close to a different country, having you know, oh, let's just go, you know, let's go to another country. It's only like half an hour away or things like that. And I can only imagine how many people, if you know, if they can find cheaper healthcare, they will go there and things like that. And it says here for years, a night out in Matamoros was also part of the two-nation vacation for uh, spring breakers flocking to Texas South Padre Island. Yes, that's a very like that's what i'm saying it's a very popular spot so it is so sad so we got to keep this family in prayer you know and there's a couple things right i don't know give you guys the details of what happened where these people were brought after they were kidnapped were they kept together were they kept separate were they were they fed you know this happened on friday the third today's tuesday maybe they were kept you know, for two days. Um, so it's just, it's just so sad. I will never forget. There's a thing. There's a, there is a movie actually from Mexico. I remember watching this story about this guy. I don't know the details, but I know he he was like this bank businessman who got kidnapped, right? And kidnapping has been a thing in Mexico for years. You know, it's, they kidnap celebrities, they kidnap so many people uh, for many years, right? Excuse me. So I understand that this is nothing new for, for Mexico, right? And I remember watching this guy who was, I think he was a, a banker or something like that. He was taken to this place where he was kept with loud music, right? He was kidnapped and they were waiting for him to for his family to pay and he was kept with this loud music playing repeatedly the same song over and over there's a movie about it too and he finally was able to escape that movie is so inspiring because it's just so sad you know they will they will just you know on a daily basis just go and start hitting him for no reason and you have to be so heartless to do something like that to somebody and he was also keeping a very small space so i believe he could even stretch like all together his whole body it was just so crazy but he escaped and he survived so that was that's a great inspiring story so you should look it up um but you know the other thing too right so one of the friends was like she she was thinking, you know, they shouldn't go. And I think a lot of the times, you know, nothing, you know, not trying to guilt anybody, nothing like that, right? I'm just trying to say for future, right? When you have it, you like, 
something doesn't feel right. Something doesn't feel right about this thing that I'm about to do. It's for a reason, okay? It's, you know, you feel it in your gut. It's God talking to you like, stop it, okay? Don't go forward with it. Um, I, like I, you know, I have said many times in some of my videos, you know, I have made a lot of mistakes, right? Like anybody else, but if I would have just listened to what I was, you know, feeling, it, but it's like, we, sometimes we think like, why did God make me just go right through the front door? Like he should have like alert me and God sends you the signals, right? And if you're in, co in a constant communication with God, you will know you feel something off. Okay, and be, it, it, you feel something off because something is off, right? Something is not clicking. Like it's for you to pay attention. If you feel that something doesn't feel right about this thing that I'm about to do, don't do it. Okay, disappoint. You gotta cancel things. You know, maybe you won't get refunds if you already pay for things, but don't do it. It's God telling you, especially if you feel it right in your stomach. You're like. Sometimes we put it off and we say, oh, no, I'm just nervous about it. Uh, you know, such a big thing, um, making, taking a big step. And I understand, you know, when you make a big move, you're going to have that fear also. But that doesn't last forever, right? It lasts for a little bit until you make that big move and you're like, okay, it's, you know, feel good. You know, I'm at peace now. It's, it was like the beginning fear to move forward for, uh, for something. But now I feel great. So it's when you feel something off, it's because it is, right? And the other thing, and people do this a lot, everybody, is like going to different countries to get um, cosmetic surgery. I have seen, I mean, from the from my country, the Dominican Republic, so many stories, right? Not trying to bash anybody and things like that, but the story repeats itself, you know? I'm sure that the case here is not somebody who went over there to get Tommy talking guy, like it really, they did a bad thing for them or something, but you know, you hear stories about, oh, you know, it's cheaper. You save a hundred dollars. You can save a couple dollars. You go over there and you do it. You have to understand when you put in your body through surgery, you rather go, to a different country where nobody, like to a doctor that doesn't know your history, that if something happens, they're not just gonna send you back home where you are with family and things like that. You gotta wait. If something goes wrong with the surgery, you gotta stay in a different country and you have to deal with the their, their hospital system in whatever country you pick to choose. Like you have to think about all the things like that. And then you, once you put all of that over, like on the table, you're like, is it really worth it? Am I really saving here? Because if something goes wrong, like I'm so far away from home, from my family, from the people, like even a friend can go and visit you at a hospital, right? If your family is not available. But when you're in a different country and the surgery, something happened and something goes wrong, like that's gonna, like you basically like alone, you know, you have to think about stuff like that. And we live in a society who glorifies image and how people look. And there's a lot of pressure to look a certain ways, like certain celebrities. And I understand people get that pressure, right? And, you know, we the minute people get a little cash, they're like, let's go do it. You know, I've been thinking about it and this and the other. But sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not even worth it. 
and I'm all for everybody feeling happy, nothing like that, right? But I'm saying like when you when you going to a different country, you have to think about dangers, right? You're in a different city. You don't know how they operate. Like I said, a tourist in a pl- places like this, you're like you're sp- you have a spy light on you. Believe it or not, even from the airport. Okay, I remember going the last time I went to my country, and like I said, I'm I'm putting that as an example. I mean, let's just say when I went to Italy, like <laughs> I could not look more foreign over there. And I know I don't look Italian, right? But it's like I had a spotlight, a spotlight on me, spotlight. Excuse me. Like people knew immediately. Like they would look at me in Italy. They would start speaking in English or Spanish to me. They knew I wasn't around. Uh, one of them, right? So as much as you think you're like, oh, nothing's gonna happen to me. I know this, you know, I know what's up. One time I really got scared when I was I went to Italy. I went to there for fashion, right? To study fashion. And I lived there for for a month. And even though like, you know, I had friends that I met at the school and things like that, most of the time, you know, I was, you know, just going around my day by myself, right? I'm after school and like going to the supermarket or the stores or whatever, right? Going downtown to buy school supplies, whatever it was that I needed. And one time I really got scared because I got followed by this guy. And I was like, you know, you get street smarts. And I'm like, I gotta go to the most public place I can find. And this guy kept following me and I will never forget. This guy, I'm laughing because looking at it now, it's laughable, but I was scared because he was not letting go. I'm like, oh my, I will turn around and there he is again. I'm like, are you kidding me? And, you know, I know Spanish, you know, I speak Spanish. Um, that's my native language, but I don't know Italian. They speak it too fast. If they speak it slowly, slow, I can probably understand, but I will be like, oh my goodness, uh, this guy is following me. He's talking to me. I don't know what he's saying. I just want him to stop following me. Like I got really like scared and I'm like, okay. So I finally came down by, by the, where they have like all the shops and things like that. And I'm like, I'm just going to go into a store. And I will never forget. I went to the H&M that they had there. It was probably the biggest H&M store I ever seen in my life. And I remember <laughs> I went and I just started acting like I was going to go buy something. And this guy was at H&M following me, trying to talk to me. And then I just went like, I remember going near the register and they had huge lines of people trying to check out. And then eventually I looked over and he turned away and then he, he left and I never saw him again. But, right, I don't think anybody noticed that I was being followed. Um, but thanks be to God, you know. Um, I he got away like he left me alone but then in my head I was thinking man I got now you know it's getting later I have to take the train back to the hotel um I'm like I really hope I don't see him and I remember being like you know I was younger back then obviously but I remember being like okay I'm just gonna go um go to the train I was praying I'm like you're just gonna go to the train like he ruined my my afternoon I guess you can say but I'm like man that was like such a like a little thing like that but you think you know when you like want to travel especially i know a lot of people travel by themselves and things like that you have to be so careful a lot of the times we're like oh nobody's nothing's gonna happen to me i have three smarts and things and the other we when you go to a different place um most likely you know 
you're going to look like you're, you're not from there. So you're going to have a spotlight on you. And you have to be so, so careful. Look at the advice that they put out, right? This is the U.S. consulate telling people, don't go to these places, right? This, they're telling people, don't go get plastic surgery at these uh, countries. Um, you know, so things like that you have to look for because at the end of the day, like I said, it's really worth it, right? So I, you know, let's pray for this family. Um, years ago, speaking about kidnapping in Mexico, years ago, I will never forget learning about very famous um, actresses, actresses that got kidnapped in Mexico. And they were like, when I, I will never forget that these people are so famous and they got kidnapped. Two sisters. And they were kidnapped for a while. I don't even know how, how long it was, um, but you know there was some photos of of the of them to the family. And I'm like, wow, what a nightmare! And why, if you if you have a country that's struggling with the same thing year after year, why have they not ended this? I mean, why hasn't been a, a, a a president in that country to be like, you know what, we're going to go into these villages, into these barrios where these people live, right, where they take these people that they kidnap, and we're going to do this investigation. We're just going to arrest people and put them in jail. This has been going on in Mexico for years. Like, you know, we learn so many stories, people that go to even Acapulco and they get kidnapped. And people are always saying, you know, oh, yeah, but it's safe, it's safe. You know, it's like, you know, when people come with a huge dog that's running towards you, right, barking and looking like he's going to kill you. And people are like, oh, he doesn't bite. Are you kidding me? Like, if he looks like he's going to bite, he's probably going to bite. Like, I don't care what people say. People always say that, too. And they always make a scene like, oh, he doesn't do anything. Well, he doesn't look like he doesn't look at anything at this point. He looks like he's ready to kill somebody. And, you know, it's just crazy. I feel like life is like that, right? It can happen anywhere, right? It can happen in Italy, it can happen in the DR, it can happen in Mexico. So what is the whole point of this that I'm talking about? Be right with God, right? Pray about it. Listen to your, your God when people say, listen to your instincts, pray about it. If something is not feeling right to you, it's for a reason. A lot of the times we're like, oh, you know, I already got tickets. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to like lose my money. But then if you cancel it and then you learn about something else, you're like, man, I'm so happy that I never went through, through for that. I'm so happy that God stopped that. And a lot of the times, you know, Anything can happen. That's just God telling you it's not the time for that. I don't want you doing that. I don't want you going over there. A lot of the times we're like, oh, man, they just canceled my flight. Oh, yeah, they just canceled. I have reservations and they canceled me. And now what I'm going to do on my PTO never got approved. You know, you have to take it as God protecting you from something worse that could happen. A lot of the times we're thinking our head paradise is going to be, I can't wait. Like, that's the thing. We're always looking for the future. I can't wait. You know, once I have this thing, I'm going to be amazing. You know, we always like, this is the season right now where people are waiting for that direct deposit from the IRS. I can't wait to have, you know that little money, extra money in my bank account. And a lot of times we wait for that. And then it comes and we're like, 
I don't even feel like going out today. I don't need anything. I don't want to buy, you know, anything. And then things happen. You're like, oh, are you ready to spend it? Like buying groceries or whatever, right? Um, so live what we have, guys, is the present. Um, by saying all of this, by telling you guys what happened to me in Italy, it's just telling you guys, just be aware. Don't be afraid, right? God doesn't want us to be afraid, but God also sends us signals. God doesn't want us to be ignorant to to things, right? He doesn't want us to be naive, right? I'm not going to walk down New York City, right, on the Bronx or whatever, right, at 11 p.m. Like, I'm not supposed to be around here, so why am I here, right? So, it's just be smart like that. Um, God speaks about whoever is lacking wisdom to ask that for that. Ask for wisdom. And for this family, you know, I really hope that God, they, in God, they can find the peace that they need um, to move forward from this traumatic event that happened to them and their loved ones. Um, and it's just, I hope the story doesn't repeat itself. It has happened so many times so many years throughout the years in mexico these kidnappings keep happening over and over again this is like a daily thing over there so let's just pray for peace right and pray that somebody is gonna come and lead that country that's gonna take care of everything like this right this type of event that make people stay away from places like that so thank you guys so much for coming here and watching this video listening on the podcast have a good night, everybody. God bless. Let's pray for the families. God bless.